0: hi guys welcome back to the king kumar podcast where you will be inspired to make change and execute on your dreams today on my podcast i am interviewing jimmy with and we talk about three things one why when you're in college why you gotta be involved and how why that's so important in this day and age because that's gonna help you get that job second why You need to find your passion and if you already do have that passion how you can go about and execute it thirdly we talk about the importance of networking and why networking is so important for you to get that dream job so if you enjoyed the podcast today don't forget to subscribe to it on all major podcast platforms and please share with one friend because this helps me grow my podcast And also, if you have the time, please give me a rating and say a few nice words about the King Kumar podcast. Without further ado, let's get into the interview. Hi guys, today I'm here with one of my friends. His name is Jimmy and um, he uh, was formerly a student at Butler. Um, Jimmy, welcome to the show. Um, Do you want to tell... Um, my audience like a little bit about who you are and um, kind of what you're all about and um, kind of like your origin story.
1: Yeah. So first of all, thank you for having me. Um, uh, like you said, I just graduated from Butler in May. Uh, really enjoyed my time at that school. It was a lot of fun with a lot of great friends. I wrote for the Butler Collegian and also, you know, served as a photographer for the newspaper as well. So that was a lot of fun. I'm here in North Dakota right now, uh, starting my very first job out of college, so it, it's been a lot of fun. And again, I appreciate you having me on.
0: So let's talk about that, like you getting involved. Um, how important is that in college, like being involved, like? Because in college, like yeah, you need to go study, and yeah, there are some people who go party. But how is how important is it to be like involved in like clubs and? Um, just being involved with the school.
1: I think it's very important to be involved with something. You know, I, I could only speak for Butler because that was the only school I attended, but there's a lot of clubs, organizations, things of that nature that you can get involved in. I was not an athlete and I was not in Greek life. So I had to make my own way and figure out a way to get involved without those two things being available. So, you know, if you're just starting college, I think it's very important to once you get, you know, lay land on campus to get involved. It's a great way to meet people and just understand that, you know, you got to do something on campus because, you know, college is, is supposed to be fun. And if you're just sitting in your dorm room doing homework all day, then you're not there for the right reason, I don't think.
0: Okay, so let's talk about that. So how were you like involved at Butler? um I saw on Instagram that you're are a um you're a very good um picture taker that makes sense like like a cameraman um talk Thank- to me about like how like what you did at Butler
1: yeah, um I was fortunate enough to get involved right away uh there was a men's soccer game against Notre Dame, it was an exhibition game, so it didn't actually count. But I went there because I was on campus a week early my freshman year, just went in there, took pictures. Um, My picture was on butlersports.com that night, and the rest is kind of history. I got to travel, I think, to 10 states and to the Bahamas, you know, covering Butler athletics. And that wasn't just basketball, that was a lot of other stuff. So that yeah, that was a lot of fun. I'm fortunate enough that Butler gave me an opportunity to, you know, get started right away. And from my first day to the last day, I was taking pictures and writing stories and it was a lot of fun. So it was a blast.
0: Yeah, just from my experience, like, I'm um, I'm kind of involved here at um, COD by doing this podcast, and I plan to uh, work with the football team, because that's what I did in high school, but I'll just talk about my high school experience. So, as you know, I'm friends with um, A.J. Dinehart and um, Tommy Carlson, and, like, freshman year, like, I, um, I have a disability, so, like, I'm kind of special needs, and it's kind of hard for me to like to make friends. So um, freshman year, I just went to one of the games and I just helped out most of the guys. And I met uh, my best friend, AJ Dinehart there. And I just formed like really good relationships with uh, like a lot of people. So I think that like being involved is very uh, useful. And especially that's what as you know, you have a job, and you probably have seen, like, how that helped you get it. So uh, I want to talk to you about, like, your passion. So at Butler, what did you feel like the most passionate about? Like, was it picture-taking? Uh, was it just writing about Butler? Like, kind of what was that?
1: You know, I, when I think about my passion, I have a passion for telling stories. And I can do that in more ways than just one. You know, as a journalism major, you kind of have to be able to do a little bit of everything. There's a phrase out there called backpack journalism, where you have to have all the skills in your backpack. Um, like you, how you would have all your folders or books for class or things like that. Um, so, you know, I wrote stories. I took, you know, tons of pictures, tens of thousands. And um, I kind of got to connect with people from all around the country and from even out of the country for example men's soccer team when I was there was very international we had a lot of guys who were um, from out of the country and one player in particular is from Dubai and I got to meet his mom at the game because she connected with me on Facebook I mean that's pretty cool that shows you the power of everything and you know, I I like telling stories with, with my pen or, or with my camera. And, um, it's just, it's just been a blast and I'm doing that out here in North Dakota too. So that's, that's been a lot of fun.
0: And we, we can get to your job at North Dakota. Um, but talk, so I like to tell stories too, like on my podcast. I like, I like when I interview someone because like I get their story, like I get like who they are. And like, I, 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 like, I know not everyone is the same in this world, but I like to put it out there. That, like, that's why I love doing podcasts, to learn about people and learn about um, their stories. But I want to ask you this. Um, So, in this day and age, um, journalism is very risky. And what I mean by that is, like, uh, kind of like the fake news stuff. But, like, I want to hear your opinion on that, but don't give me, like, your political opinion <laughs> Just talk to me about like how journalism is changing with this whole new thing called like fake news.
1: Well, I prefer to think of journalism in an in, in exciting time. I understand that the print part of journalism is fading away, but you know everybody's on their phones now and everybody can support uh, good local journalism online. I think it's very important to support local journalism because you know, for example, at the Collegian, we covered stories that matter, you know, breaking news all the time, like Metro Diner closes, Collision had the story, um, Scotty's Doghouse closes, Collegian had the story. When they removed uh, Papa John's from the cafeteria, I was there telling everybody, letting everybody know, and then the indie Star actually kind of took that story from us. (laughs) So that was kind of funny, but no, it's just, it's just important to, you know, cover stories and support stories because, you know, I understand there's fake news and all that stuff, but I don't really like to think about that because journalists are working hard all across the country.
0: What, what is like your one tip for um, some, maybe journalist majors to know, um, before they end of the workforce to kind of avoid spreading like fake news,
1: I think it's very important um when you interview somebody to really listen to what they say and put in when you quote them in the story, have exactly what they said. That's a mistake I seek uh more often than I would like to and when I interview somebody, I always make sure I get exact representation of what they said. Uh, because, you know, people might like to be quoted in the newspaper, but nobody likes to be misquoted and have their words twisted around. So, you know, whether you're interviewing someone with a notepad or, or, or a recorder or whatever you're doing, it's really important that you quote them accurately, because uh, that's how you can, you know, start to spread, you know, maybe lies or or. or things of that nature. So
0: um, so since this is a podcast where most of the people listening are college students, I want to ask you, how were you able to balance um, your journalism, like you writing papers, you taking pictures, and then balancing school? How were you able to do that?
1: That's a great question. And I'm really glad you asked that because um, I think college is all about balance and you have to just go in there with an open mind and you know i was there was a day in high school where i was driving with my mom to school and you know there were a lot of things i had to do that day and she gave me the best advice anybody's ever given me when she said take one thing at a time When you sit down, if you write stuff down, that's great, too. You know, if you write, have to write down a to do list or something like that. But just in your mind, just think of one thing at a time. There were days where I had to shoot three, four events in a day. I've got class. I've got to write stories. I had internships in college. You know, and it, it, it can be tough. But if you break it down and compartmentalize everything, that's how everything gets better because, you know, you're not saying, Oh my gosh, there's so many things I have to do today. If it's just one by one by one, everything gets a lot easier. That that was, like I said, that was the best advice anybody's given, ever given me. And I really appreciate my mom for telling me that because it really helped me get through college. Another thing is um, for me personally, I love listening to music. Music helps me get through the day. Uh, and I just, you know, don't know where I would be without some of the great songs that that took me through college. Um, uh, you know, I listen to songs now and they instantly take me back to a time and place of when I was in college. So it's pretty neat.
0: So, um, what was your favorite moment of covering, like, um, like your favorite story that you covered, uh, maybe like even like a favorite football game or basketball game. <laughs> um, can you tell me what that was?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I was just looking at it yesterday. For every senior, if, if you're a senior in college, uh, you gotta do a capstone project. I did mine on Hinkle Fieldhouse. And um, it was a lot of fun because I interviewed some athletes that were currently at Butler and some people who had graduated from Butler. And it was actually 10 people and they all had ties to Hinkle Fieldhouse. And it was just a lot of fun to get to know their stories and put them all in this uh, huge mega package of everything on Adobe Spark. And not only that, I got to talk about my experiences in there, too. And um, I had a lot of my, my photos in there as well. So it was kind of, you know, you, you work on your capstone for your last semester of college. But really, without even knowing it, I had been working on my capstone since my first day. So that was pretty neat. Um, I, was, I took the time to, to kind of look at it yesterday, and I was like, wow, I really put in a lot of work. Because the first draft was almost 4,000 words, and uh, my professor and I had to kind of cut it down. But, th- I mean, that's just one story that stands out. There's been a lot of others where. I've been really fortunate to cover a lot of of amazing people who are doing incredible things.
0: That's kind of funny. So I'm kind of probably even working on that with my podcast, probably preparing uh, for that um, capstone. So I want to ask you this question. Um, Can you tell me, like, uh, why? Can you tell me, like, in your time at Butler, you made a lot of... um, relationships by networking um can you just tell me like how important networking is because I think that uh we live in a world where we don't realize like how important networking is and I did a podcast on this before where I talked about yeah your resume is good but like if you want that dream job you gotta network. So just talk to me about like how important networking was for your career and maybe if you met anyone famous like from in the NBA or the NFL.
1: You know, at Butler, um, Butler has a lot of great things going for it. It's in a you know, large city, but in its kind of own little area. So you're only fifteen minutes from downtown. A lot of things happening in downtown Indy. So there's so many ways you can network through internships, through classes, your professors. I had amazing professors at Butler who were always willing to help. You had small class sizes. So that was a big reason I chose it. Um, You know.
0: Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to my podcast with Jimmy. And if you enjoyed that podcast, please write me a rating. Um, you can do this on Apple Podcast by just scrolling down and you'll see some stars. And on Google Podcast, you can give me a rating. And on Spotify, you can hit the love button. And also, if you enjoyed our podcast, please share it with one of your friends. Um, word of mouth and you guys sharing it really helps my podcast grow. Thank you.
1: In our world, it's kind of everything. I network with people in person from far away, online. I don't know if this guy is still out there. I never met this guy, but he, um, he this guy was in Australia, his name was Tim, and he was following me for my brother basketball content. That's pretty crazy, uh, because you never know who's seeing your stuff. When I posted my photo albums on Facebook and tagged the athletes and their parents, I never knew who exactly was was seeing all my work, and it's pretty staggering the way you can connect with people. So,
0: yeah, one of the reasons I started my podcast is because I realized that if I want to get my dream job, um, I'm gonna have to network, and by me doing this podcast, like I DM'd you, so now we're talking. Like before, I don't think if I didn't have this podcast, I don't think we we went and never would have talked. And I'm just connecting with so many people, just by taking like maybe like ten or twenty minutes of my time, and DMing random people and asking them, "Hey, uh, would you wanna be interviewed for my podcast?" So that's just kind of really cool, and I think that people listening have to realize how important networking is. But um, so, did
1: you happen to meet
0: any NBA or NFL players? Good day, yeah, I've got Butler.
1: To that part of the question. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I met a few and I photographed a few more. Um, you know, I, I can say that I definitely have one friend who plays in the NBA and that's Glenn Robinson. We went to the same high school. Um, one of Probably one of the coolest moments was taking pictures of LeBron and the Cavaliers when they practiced at Hinkle House. I got pictures of them as they were leaving the arena. So that was pretty neat. Um, yeah, I met, you know, a lot of college players who were high profile from around the state. Obviously, Indiana is such a basketball state. And for a, a job I had back in the summer of 2016, I took pictures at Kawan Shorts football camp. I'm playing for the Carolina Panthers in East Chicago, Indiana. And I also met Josh Norman. And he was probably the coolest athlete I've ever talked to. After a Pacers game, the Jazz were in town, and I went to that game just to see Donovan Mitchell. And I got to meet him and get a picture with him and talk to him for a little bit. The crazy thing about Donovan Mitchell is that he and I have a lot of mutual friends. Like, we know a lot of the same people, which is just pretty crazy if you think about it. And we're practically the same age. Um, And Derrick Rose is always going to be my favorite athlete. But if there was a guy who was number two, it would definitely be Donovan Mitchell. So... I said last summer I was going to meet him, and I ended up meeting him, so that was pretty cool.
0: Um, how did you get in contact with these guys by networking, I'm, I'm guessing, and what were they like?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think professional athletes, the ones I've talked to, I've really had a bad experience. They're very down-to-earth people. Um, I, for example, you know, with, with Glenn, he just had a his basketball camp, on Saturday, this past Saturday at the high school, and he's given back to the kids. And, you know, he remembers where he came from. He remembers his roots. And it was just really cool to see. Since I'm out here, I wasn't able to attend, but, um, you know, he asked me if I wanted to take pictures at the camp before I got out here. So that, it's just really cool. Um, I, I've really enjoyed, you know, the experience of meeting college basketball players and college football players. and um, NBA players it, it's been it's been really cool because growing up as a kid I loved sports and now I, I was in a, a position where I can you know cover photographs see meet, talk to my favorite athletes it was it was really neat
0: I definitely see like you like me being like a younger version of um, you so I want to ask you this so well, I asked AJ Dinehart this and, like, Johnny O'Shea and uh, Tommy Carlson this on my Butler podcast, um, with my Butler football podcast. And I want to ask you, what was the time, like, when you felt the most down? And how did you learn from this? And kind of let's go the opposite of that and where you felt the most um up. So, like, the best moment. Um, well, yeah.
1: Um, I mean there's ups and downs, there's peaks and valleys. I'm a really optimistic person. So I choose to, you know, focus on the good and everything. Yeah, I mean, there were hard times at Butler. Unfortunately, uh, uh, my, one of my cousins passed away while I was there, He, he uh, and that was really a sad time. And he was somebody I, I really loved. Uh, and I know he, he respected me a lot. So it, that was a tough time, but You know, I know he's up in heaven smiling down at us and and all that. So I think it's important to focus on the good. There are so many amazing experiences I had at Butler. And, you know, I reflect a lot and I'm just like, you know, there were so many great times that I enjoyed at Butler. And we'd be here all day if I told you all the great experiences and stories I've had uh, covering games, meeting people, meeting the athletes, like I said. So, I mean, I, I can't think of one particular answer to your question because there's so many. You know, one thing that everybody kind of remembers, everybody who is just graduated or is still a Butler now, probably would be a senior, would always remember beating Villanova twice. Uh, my sophomore year and my junior year, they were the number one team in the country. They came to Hinkle and Butler basketball, beat them both times. And I was present for both of those games. And it was just, it was, both of them were amazing. The second time we scored 101 points on the team that had eventually won the national championship. So those are pretty neat.
0: So I want to, since this is a podcast where I want to help people make change, I want to talk to you about like a moment where you realize that um, this isn't going for me. So I've got to kind of adapt and kind of, um, change myself to solve this.
1: Um, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, my camera has wifi capability, so I'm able to get the pictures on my phone and that was really neat. So, uh, one, when, <laughs> when I took pictures of that soccer game against Notre Dame, I, um, you know, just got all the pictures on my laptop and. You know, they were just sitting there, and the next thing I knew, one player was texting me asking me for pictures. Another player was texting me asking me for pictures, and I said, oh, my gosh, you know, I have to do something about this, and I hope I got pictures of all these people. So um, that was kind of another way of networking, I guess, where I was just able to, you know, just send all the pictures to all the players. And it started with the men's soccer team and, you know, women's soccer, I covered the volleyball team for four years. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I wrote stories about them and and took pictures of them. So that was a great time. And and, uh, Coach Sharon Clark is truly amazing at what she does. And then, you know, I I decided I had to make that change because I just had the pictures on my laptop, uh, but I had to get them on my phone and send them to everybody. I also got to, um, you know, send all the pictures to the basketball players. Hannah Butler Basketball is king, as you know. So that was a lot of fun.
0: Um, so how can other people make change in their lives? Because I think that um, our generation, they want to make so much change, but we struggle to actually start it. So how can – give some tips on how if people wanted uh, to be better, like if people wanted to start to write sports stories, how can they do that?
1: Um. You know – when I was a butler, I noticed one thing very quickly is that everybody is talented in their own way. Everybody has unique and special talents. You know, it's just kind of funny because when I was younger, you know, like elementary school, one thing I always didn't like to do was art projects because I'm just not very artistic and I'm not very creative in that way. But you have to kind of when you talk about change, you have to change your view of the world because some friends who I was taking pictures of, I said, yeah, I'm not really that very autistic. But then they said, well, Jimmy, you know, your photography is a form of art. And then I had to sit back and think about like, yeah, maybe that is true. Um, So when you think about how you're going to change, obviously there's that great quote, be the change to which you see in the world. And um, I totally believe in that because You know, you can change just by doing one small thing for someone a day. You never know what somebody is going through. So you say hello, you give them a nice smile and that could make somebody's whole day. You have no idea. So just, just, I just like walk around with a smile on my face. Like I said, on campus, I was listening to music just by myself. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. You
0: never know who you can impact in life. You just want to be like the best you. You never know who you're gonna inspire. Um. So I want to talk to you about why. Why did you choose Butler other than the fact that it had um small class sizes, and
1: why should others also choose Butler? Well, I mean, I could talk about that all day. Uh, when I graduated, you know, I uh, posted on Instagram and Twitter, and Facebook actually. Um some pictures of me with my diploma outside of Hinkle, a place, first of all, that means so much to me. But um, I said that they were the best four years of my life. From 2015 to 2019, I worked every day. I graduated cum laude, so that was pretty cool. But, you know, more importantly, I met some amazing people on, along the way. I chose Butler. You know, I heard about Butler because the basketball team, just like so many others have. I was a little bit early, hopping on the bandwagon. When they made the national championship games, I was in both seventh and eighth grade. But I started paying attention to them when I was in sixth grade. When I was in eighth grade, I went down to New Orleans for the Sweet 16. They beat Wisconsin. We came back up to where I live, but we passed through Indianapolis along the way. I got to watch Butler play Florida in the Elite Eight game at Butler's campus in the Riley Room with all the students, and for a fourteen-year-old kid, that was pretty cool and really made me think that I wanted to go to Butler. Okay,
0: yeah, that was a good thank you for that. Um, so why? So I've talked to a lot of people, like in my past, uh, my past podcast, which will be dropping, which dropped which will drop this Friday as they're talking, but people would not be listening to it. But why should people go to college? Because it's kind of, it's a changing phenomenon that people shouldn't go to college. But why should people go to college?
1: Well, you know, high school and college are two completely different ball games. And the simplest answer I can give you is that you can really learn a lot about yourself in college. Um, at Butler, you know, you're challenged no matter what you study, a lot of people know Butler for business and pharmacy, especially now with the beautiful new business school. And obviously what those students do is incredible business pharmacy. Those pharmacy students, they're here for six years. There's no way I could do what they do. So full respect to them. But you know, I was a journalism major, I was challenged, I had to go out of my comfort zone, I had to meet new people and do all that different stuff. You go to college, you meet people. I don't think there's any substitute for that. Uh, Sure. I took a few online classes uh, in the summer before my senior year. But I mean, it's, it's not the experience of going to college and meeting people, social life. And, and, you know, you mentioned it earlier for a little bit. There's, there's time, Everything is balanced, everything in moderation. And, yeah, I mean, I went out to some parties and had some fun with my friends. And um, you got to learn how to, you know, just relax a little bit from time to time. I think that's really important in this day and age. So, yeah, I, there's no substitute for going to college. That's just my opinion. But, well,
0: well, I think that college isn't for, ev- um, isn't that, for an everyone. That, that's true. And I think that if someone is driven, like they want to, like, if they're like, especially I think that people who don't go to college are very uns- entrepreneurial, like they have something they're going to start, they have something they're going to kind of execute and uh, kind of like, you know, make a name for themselves using that business that they're creating. Like, do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is by any chance?
1: Yeah, I do. I, I, I watch his videos sometimes. Yeah, so if you're a
0: guy like Gary Vaynerchuk, who is practically the best guy I've ever heard in my life, but then going to college for you, it's probably not beneficial because you already have that ribbon. Like, you already know what works, what doesn't work. Oh, it was very
1: beneficial. It was very beneficial for me. You know, I think Butler was the exact school for me and I couldn't have imagined going anywhere else. Um, you made a good point when you said college is not for everybody because it's not, you know, whether you are on the trades or things of that nature. You know, everybody has something they're good at, like I said earlier. So um, but if you're just talking to me about my opinion and I think I think the four years of college, like I said, were the best years of my life. And I loved high school, too. So. So, Jimmy, um, I want to ask
0: you one more question. Um, first sure. of all, is there anything else I didn't mention that you would like to still share?
1: Um, well, again, I appreciate you having me on. But, you know, to anybody who's out there listening, I think it's important to, if you're facing, you know, tough times in your life or going through things, just believe in yourself. Because at the end of the day, you've got yourself. Um you know, I was really working hard to see what my next step would be in life. And I didn't think I would be in North Dakota, but I've been here for not even a month and I already love it. It's it's a lot of fun out here. So uh just kinda like they say, bet on yourself.
0: So what exactly are you on what is your job in North Dakota?
1: Thank you for asking. Um I'm here in Minot, North Dakota. Actually, we just finished the North Dakota State Fair, so it's a city that a lot of people in North Dakota and South Dakota know, and um, I, I work for the local newspaper, the Minot Daily News, and, I've, and I'm have and i going to cover a lot of different things. The last three nights, I've covered baseball games, and I love baseball and basketball, so that was really cool for me. Um, I already covered, you know, rodeos and things of that nature, things I've never even seen before. So that was a lot of fun. Um, And I'm just, you know, working hard and and just representing, you know, myself, my family, my school, all the way out here, a thousand miles away from my university. So it was fun. I took a chance, and I'm enjoying myself.
0: So I'm really glad that I – Maybe, I don't know, but I think that, I don't think you're a Packers fan, a Vikings fan, or a Lions fan, so I think I can ask you this. So, who I'm is winning? Fan. Oh, you're a Vikings fan?
1: I'm a Bears fan.
0: Oh, who is winning the NFC North?
1: Oh, I mean, I think the Bears should. Um, I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, It's funny, but there's a lot of Vikings fans out here, so I see a lot of Vikings gear, but... I mean, in my opinion, um, I'm I'm more of a casual football fan, but I've I've loved the Bears my entire life. So, I mean, if I picked anybody other than the Bears, that would be kind of silly.
0: <laughs> so I'm guessing, I'm guessing your Super Bowl teams are the Bears, but who else? Because I'm gonna uh, go with the Chiefs.
1: It's so early to tell. It's funny because they actually play the season. Um, I. I I haven't even given it much thought, but the reason why I picked the Bears to win the NFC North, I was—I just woke up this morning, you know, was scrolling through Twitter and saw that Khalil Mack was ranked as the number three best player in the NFL by the NFL Network, so that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of his. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I think the Bears have have a legitimate shot to make the Super Bowl. It's not going to be easy. There's a lot of great teams in the NFC. There's a lot of great teams in the AFC. So we'll see.
0: I think that Mitch should have been in the top 100, but it is what it is, but also that Khalil Mack thing, like, I think that if you, like, you should probably, like, see if you can cut, like, cover some NFL stories, like, be, like, the next Ian report. that'd be kind of cool. That would be
1: a lot of fun. Um, You know, I like the NFL. Everybody, you know, pays attention to Football Sunday, and I pay attention to the Bears and see what's going on around the league, but... For me, baseball and, and basketball are my top two. And I really got involved with a lot of basketball stuff at Butler. So that was a lot of fun.
0: So then you can beat a the next Woj.
1: Oh, man. I have a lot of work to do to get on his level. But, he is, uh, yeah. He is breaking news left and right. And, you know, it is it is a lot of fun to see what he does in the summer and, you know, to tweet the draft picks before they even happen that guy worked so hard and he's definitely someone, you know, you can look to and say, you know, this is my, what you want to be for your career. Cause he's a monster.
0: He actually started up the same as you. He actually, I think worked in an internalism company and then he got a job at ESPN. And then he started to put out tweets, connect with agents to networking. And that's how he became bold. So, Um, Jimmy, how can people find your um, journalism uh, pieces and find you on social media?
1: Yeah, so um, I was actually named after my grandfather. So we're the only two people who have our name in the world. So if you just search me, search me, (laughs) Google me, a lot of my pictures pop up, so that's pretty cool. Um, But, you know, my Twitter, Instagram... Jjlii30, um, just search my name really, and I'm there uh, because I tweet a lot. <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun, and um, I've made some amazing, you know, connections and relationships through social media. I understand that, you know, it's, it can be good, it can be bad, but I see a lot of good if used appropriately. Yes. That's another topic for another day, though.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much, Jimmy. Um, thank you so much, guys, for listening to podcast, And um, don't forget to subscribe to it. And please share with a friend. And also, go follow Jimmy on um, his Instagram and his social media platforms. Thank you so much, Jimmy.
1: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: No problem.